Shalom, and thank you for listening to Progressively Jewish, the podcast where you can explore and connect to Judaism through a progressive lens. I'm David Yehuda Stern, and today I'm going to be talking about reverence as linked to this week's Torah portion by Yetzay. This is found in the book of Bereshit, Genesis, chapters 28 to 32. The other day I asked my seven-year-old child, Aviva, which mitzvah she thought was the most difficult of all to observe. Yes, this is exactly the type of question this student rabbi asks his kids. She thought for a few moments before replying that respecting her parents was the most difficult. I asked her why, and she explained that, if I want to do something and you and mum want me to do something else, then that would be very hard. I pushed her further, asking her why, if it was so difficult, did she listen to us at all? Here she took a considerably longer pause before replying, I don't know, because it's kavod? Kavod, often translated as respect or honour, is a word we use often in our family. In fact, each morning as I send my two children off to school, I remind them to have kavod, both for themselves and for those they will interact with during the day ahead. Kavod is indeed difficult, no more so than if we feel the person we are encountering holds opposing political, religious or moral views to our own. In such situations, showing Kavod is significantly more difficult to enact. This is no more so than in the case if said person is also a member of our family. Navigating the intricate and complex relationships we have with those we share or have shared a home with can feel like an immense and burdensome task. In this context, Kavod can sometimes feel like a weighty request. Indeed, the Hebrew root for Kavod, Chaf, Vet, Dalad, which is associated with words meaning to encounter, to weigh heavily and to burden. In this week's Torah portion, Vayetze, Jacob leaves his parental home for the region of Haran in search of a wife. At a well, he stumbles upon Rachel, a shepherd, who is also the daughter of Lavan, his uncle. Jacob will reside in his uncle's home for the next 20 years, overseeing the health and growth of his livestock. From my reading of the text, Lavan has a complex relationship towards his nephew. On the one hand, he sees Jacob as kin, embracing him and kissing him and taking him into his house. As Lavan declares upon meeting Jacob, You are truly my flesh and bone. Lavan even insists on paying Jacob wages for the work on his livestock, saying, Shall you serve me for nothing? Tell me, what shall your wages be? That said, Lavan mercilessly uses Jacob for his own gain, deceiving him on several occasions in order to unfairly extend his nephew's time in his service. In the process, he also manipulates both his daughters, Rachel and Leah, in order to satiate his own greed. Throughout this 20-year ordeal, Jacob, Rachel and Leah comply with Lavan's unreasonable requests, offering little or no resistance at each turn. Only after Rachel has given birth to Joseph does Jacob tell his uncle that he intends to return to his homeland, accompanied by his wives and children. 
Lavon is reluctant, concerned at how Jacob's departure will impact the material success of his household. Turning to Jacob, he asks, What shall I pay you? But Jacob says, Pay me nothing. After being tricked into remaining seven further years, Jacob and his family finally leave Haran in secret, lest Lavan change his mind. Indeed, three days after their departure, Lavan and his kinsmen catch up with them and confront them for leaving under cover of darkness. It is only at this point, after many painful years living with Lavan, that Jacob finally confronts his uncle. Now Jacob became incensed and took up his grievance with Lavan. The Torah implies, during his entire servitude of Lavan, Jacob never once lost his temper or seriously confronted him about any of his wrongdoings. Twenty years of toil and trouble. It may lead us to question why. Surely Kavod can never come at the expense of justice. In order to make sense of Jacob's reverential behaviour to his uncle, we must consider again what it is that makes the act of kavod so difficult. Societies and religions are built on rules and rituals. Many of us will feel at least to some extent that these are not optional observances, but things that need to be kept. My daughter Aviva does not question as to whether or not she is allowed to steal another person's property, or to opt out of our Shabbat observances, or to physically hurt another person or creature. For her, there is not a question, as in her mind, she does not have a choice but to conform. As Rabbi Stephen Klissner points out, Jacob is willing to spend more time than is reasonable in service of Lavan because he is not really a free man. When we show respect or honour to a person, it must be from a place of free choice. If we are coerced, bullied or intimidated into such behaviour, it is not covered, it is abuse. Jacob, Rachel and Leah needed the support of one another in order to escape Lavan's manipulating and dominating personality. Indeed, it was only once Jacob had confided in Rachel and Leah and they in turn assured him that it was right to act that the three of them were finally able to leave. In our lives, we must all learn to balance reverence against submission. Respect must flow both ways in relationships, even when the relationship is a hierarchical one, where power is weighted at the top. Parents and children, teachers and students, employers and employees, all relationships of seniority, such as that between Lavan and Jacob, should feature mutual respect. A person's authority does not grant them the right to forego kavod and certainly does not permit them to take advantage. Instead, it allows us to see all human beings as essentially deserving of humane and fair treatment. Taken one step further still, our prevailing sense of kavod should motivate us to work to free those trapped in abusive and coercive relationships.
Thank you to Liberal Judaism, Reform Judaism and Leobet College for supporting Progressively Jewish. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the Progressively Jewish podcast. That way you will never miss an episode. Please also consider leaving us a positive comment or review with your podcast provider. We'd love you to be involved in shaping the future of this podcast. Share your ideas with us on the Progressively Jewish Facebook page or by emailing us at progressivelyjewish at gmail.com. Please recommend us to your friends and fellow congregants, those who are Jewish and people of all faiths and none. Next week's episode will be hosted by my friend and colleague, Rabbi Igor Zinkov, and will be exploring themes of Jewish identity and offering some perspectives on conversion.